Hello and welcome to the Cyber Scotland podcast. My name is John Callaghy. I'm the head of community and membership at the Scottish Business Resilience Centre. I'll be the host on today's podcast and I'll hand over now to my two colleagues who will be joining me on the show. Hi everyone, uh, I'm Declan Doyle, Head of Ethical Hacking and Professional Services at SBRC. Hi folks, I'm Jeremy, I'm the Lead Ethical Hacker at the SBRC. Brilliant, thank you both. And we're going to jump straight into what this episode's about. It's about cyber strategy. It's something that's come up in the news a lot lately. And I think there's a need for a bit more clarity around what it is. So straight off the bat, what what does cyber strategy mean? Yeah, so I think... uh when it comes to cybersecurity, we've been on the back pedal quite a, quite a lot. So it's usually an afterthought, uh, or it has been, I guess, um, in, in the past. And what we're trying to do is uh, make cyber not an afterthought, but a forethought. And I guess that's where the strategy comes in. So you want to build cybersecurity into everything you do. So cyber strategy is how you implement cybersecurity into your regular organisations day to day. Brilliant. Thank you. Jeremy Anton to add on top of that. Yeah, I think like Declan says, uh, it's really important to kind of try and develop your strategy preemptively, I think. Unfortunately, especially in cyber, uh, most of the thinking comes after a big incident when there's been lessons learned and people suddenly realise that, oh, this is important because they've had some massive financial or operational impact to their organisation. So I think yeah, just to echo what Declan says, doing this preemptively is really important. Yeah, brilliant. One, one thing I notice in the news, we hear a lot about strategies from nations and not so much about businesses, but it sounds like from what you've both described it, that businesses really need to take on cyber strategy if they aren't already. Yeah, so I think the way that we're, we're thinking about things now is if you're a business or an organisation, if you have people uh, working, you're going to consider you know, their safety, things like is there a process for evacuating the building if there's a fire alarm, uh, if they're loan working, there'll be policies around that. Anything that you would have to do with people, uh, you usually need to have some sort of procedure in place. Nowadays, cyber's getting to that point as well. So you need to start thinking about it strategically. We're using that um, phrase, the cyber strategy, is you need to start thinking, how do you implement cyber to protect the people and just your organisation in general. Mm-hmm. And are we talking enterprise level organisations? Are we talking SMEs? Are we talking public, private sector? What, what sort of organisation are we looking at here, Jeremy? I think every kind of organisation. So everything from like, the NCSC publishes its uh, national cybersecurity strategy every year, and that's looking at the entire country, um, how they can improve our resilience as a whole. Uh, but you could take that all the way down to the smallest charity might have a strategy to improve their cyber resilience by doing something as simple as installing a new a new firewall, new antivirus, or doing mm-hmm. staff training. So it really could apply to absolutely any organisation. Okay, and I suppose looking at it, you know, every organisation is quite different. How how does it apply differently? Is there is it sort of one size fits all approach, or is there different techniques and approaches organisations should be looking to for? They're different sizes. Yeah, so there's there's elements that are one size fits all. You know, we talk about cybersecurity basics and uh, and other Cyber Scotland podcasts. You'll have heard about mm-hmm. some of the cyber hygiene that we we use. Uh, so there's there's those elements, but there's also the kind of elements that are different depending on the size of your organisation. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you mentioned big enterprises. They probably have cybersecurity teams internally that do a lot of their work, whereas smaller organisations may have external. Uh, third-party providers, they may have IT providers, they may have cybersecurity providers. Depending on your your makeup, there mm-hmm. may be different uh, things to consider. And so, uh, what we are doing is trying to have uh, um, some advice and guidance on cyber strategy that 
focuses on the smaller side of organisations because, as we've mentioned, you've got organisations like the National Cyber Security Centre who publish a lot of different advice mm-hmm. and guidance, uh, like the Board Toolkit, for example, great for kind of getting your board started on cyber security, but it is a one-size-fits-all document. So there's a lot of things that are great for your larger organisations, but maybe your smaller organisations, your charities, they're not really sure how they interpret it and how they use it, and that's where we're trying to fill the gap. Okay. I'll come back to that. I just had a, another question in relation to, so it, like from what you've both said, it's incredibly important now to start looking at this. It's for all organisations, public, private, third. Everyone has to be looking at this from the smallest startup to the biggest enterprise. Who who should be looking at taking on responsibility for this in your organisation if it's not already something that someone is doing in the organisation? So I think... First and foremost, it's the responsibility of leadership, uh, same as anything else. So it would be probably the board or the chief executive, the non-execs. Um, but then also at an individual level, at a lower level, cybersecurity is the responsibility of everybody. Um, you have a responsibility to report things if you see them, to uh, be sceptical where you need to be, things like mm-hmm. that. So while the overall responsibility, the accountability falls with leadership I think it is the responsibility of everyone and that's something that's really important to stress. Yeah, yeah we, we tell people that cyber is everyone's responsibility yeah. but what is important in organisations is you're leading by example so you have the leadership in your organisation they need to be the ones that are saying right everyone mm-hmm. cyber is all of our responsibility so we as a management team we as a leadership we as a board we're going to be showing you what we want the organisation to look like in terms of cyber security so if they're leading by example the organisation should hopefully follow. I think we see some really good examples of that every day. Uh, for example, in like the phishing exercises that we do at the SBRC, where we're sending out uh, mock phishing emails to companies. Um, we've had a few cases where we've uh, managed to phish to trick a like a director at a company, and they've put their hands up and they said, yeah, I got phished, but I did the right thing. I reported it immediately, and that's what you guys should do as well. It's leading by example. It's taking ownership of that, which yeah. I think is really important. So let's imagine for a second that I'm in a position where I'm listening to this podcast. I'm right. I need to start doing something with cyber strategy. Where do I turn? You mentioned some documents already, Declan. What, what am I supposed to do just to get the ball rolling with this? Yeah, so there's a few places you can go. Um, first of all, if you're looking at a background in cybersecurity, you're not really sure about cybersecurity at all, maybe check out some of the guides that are on the Cyber Scotland website. Uh, so the introduction to cybersecurity for staff is a guide that um, has been on the Cyber Scotland website for a few months now. Uh, and it's a great place to go to to kind of get that background information. When you think you're ready to start looking at strategy, mm-hmm. uh, you can visit the uh, new guide that's coming out um, for like an introduction to cybersecurity strategy. Okay. And that's going to have uh, hopefully all the information you're going to need to at least start your cybersecurity journey uh, and su- your cyber strategy journey. And then when you think you're ready to take it up a level again, you could look at something like the Board Toolkit from the National Cyber Security Centre's website, and that has uh, quite a lot of uh, questions and kind of prompts that can you can take your board through or your kind of leadership team through. Uh, and then beyond that, there's various cyber exercises and things like that you can do to really put your, your leadership team through their paces. Okay, brilliant. But give us a sneak peek. What's, what's in it, Jeremy? How am I supposed to use it? What am, I, what am I going to be looking forward to with this guide document? Yeah, so what we're really trying to do with this is to help you identify the priorities, uh, things you should do first as you're developing your cybersecurity. Uh, so we've got it broken down into short, medium and long-term considerations. Uh, so you can look at the, the things that are most important first, so the easy things that you can implement in the short term, things like multi-factor authentication and strong passwords. And those will protect you against 
the more opportunistic kind of attacks that people are uh, generally just looking for financial gain. They're trying to hack you very quickly. Uh, they're not really targeting anyone in particular. And then as you go further on, you look into the medium and long term over a period of months and years. And that's looking more at uh, protecting you against more targeted attacks, so doing things like staff training, and then also looking down in the certification route as well. So looking at Cyber Essentials, Cyber Essentials Plus, and mm. uh, ISO 27001 as well. So to verify all the changes you've made previously. Interesting. So th- this document is it's extensive. It, yep. It's quite a yep. long one. Definitely. can be a bit off-putting, I think, because there's 16, 17, close to 20 pages of information. You know, it, it covers a lot of information in this to a, a certain level to get you going, basically. And then there's sort of links to find more information on, on each piece of advice. And if I was a smaller organization, what should I do just to get, you know, even just to focus on one area with this document? Just, I got it. I'm looking at it. I'm like, I don't have time for everything. Where do I look to start? Yeah, so we, we've designed the document to, as, as Jeremy was saying, be kind of split up into short, medium and long term. So start yeah. with the short term. What That's what you can do you know, if pretty much straight away, and and that will make a, a big difference. We said uh, earlier on about cyber hygiene, and that's been discussed in previous uh, Cyber Scotland podcasts. That covers like the basics in cybersecurity, the the fairly minimal effort things that make mm-hmm. quite a huge difference. So that's definitely a place to start. The kind of ideology behind what we're doing is, if you write down a task uh, and you break it up into smaller parts, it makes the task easier to do. So don't yep. think about cybersecurity and your cyber strategy as this huge thing that's going to take you years to implement break it down into the smaller things you can do look at what's manageable for your organization and start there because as i say those small differences make huge uh, differences mm-hmm. and we, we have produced this guide as a bit of a one size fits all but it does also vary based on your organization as well and what, yeah. what you do so if you're handling a lot of financial information you're probably going to look far more at things like data protection and integrity mm-hmm. whereas if, you, if you're not a customer facing organization at all you might worry less about that and more about uh, how you can continue doing your job uh, in the event of an attack. So it, it, it very much varies based on what you do as well. And what technical level do I need to be at to be able to understand this guide? You don't need to have a, a technical level. Um, so it's aimed at hopefully everyone. Um, there are obviously going to be terms that mm-hmm. are jargon, but we do yep. explain what they are. Uh, unfortunately, in cybersecurity, there are just terms like that. Mm-hmm. We're doing the best that we can to kind of demystify a lot of the jargon and mumbo jumbo in cybersecurity. But we are we are getting there. So pick up the document. And if there is anything that you're thinking is a bit unsure, maybe look at the introduction to staff uh, uh, or introduction to cyber training for staff. That'll probably mm-hmm. explain something if you're not sure about. Um, but for the most part, should be everyone be able to pick up the document and at least take away something from it. Brilliant. Yeah. And, and I think it's a nice segue for what I was going to ask you about next. Um, the sort of buzzwords, yeah. mumbo jumbo that you mentioned there. There's a lot going around at the minute uh, with cyber strategy. And we've seen even NCSE use them in memes uh, recently, <laughs> which was uh, an interesting social media approach. One that worked to generate a lot of conversation. Yep. Two that I've seen mentioned zero trust and defense in depth. If you wouldn't mind, just explain what they are in simple terms so that I'm not confused when I see another meme from NCSE. Yeah, uh, so I love some of these terms because they can be broken down into quite uh, basic explanations, but again, they're kind of used um, in, in a way that, that makes it difficult to understand. But mm-hmm. I often look back at um, something that the BBC put out during uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. So we all remember COVID and what happened there. Um, pretty... Uh, Jeremy's shaking his head Jeremy, at the he's Jeremy, laughing like. Jeremy laughs at this because I've, I've told this story many times and people people laugh when I tell it but 
basically, to, in order to explain how we were going to combat the spread of the virus, there was a bunch of different things we did uh, that were, you know, in the 90 to 98% level of effectiveness, but nothing was 100% effective because you're not going to get, like uh, with fighting the pandemic, with cybersecurity, you're not going to get something that's 100% effective at protecting you. So each layer of defence, this is where you get the term defence in depth, is like a piece of Swiss cheese. So effectively, using the COVID analogy that the BBC were talking about, you had something like face masks, Mm -hmm. you had the vaccine, you had social distance, and each one of those was a layer of Swiss cheese. So there's a little bit of a hole in it, um, which means that if you were to shoot the um, the particles, or I guess in cybersecurity, Mm -hmm. it would be the hackers uh, at these um, layers... There's a chance they could get through, but if you stack them, then it gets harder and harder for them to break through. So think of it like layers of Swiss cheeses. The chance that the hole's going to align, very difficult. And people get a good laugh when I tell that. And I usually put a couple of pictures of Swiss cheese on screen. Perfect if you're doing this presentation just before lunch, because everyone's like, oh, I'm really hungry now. (laughs) Nice. So Swiss cheese is what I think of so always. But just think about it in that way is the, just the more layers of um, kind of defence you have, the more layers to protect your organisation, the better protected it's going to be. And again, there is going to be that chance that all of the holes in the Swiss cheese align yeah. and you get a hacker in. Uh, that's just unfortunately the way we um, we have to deal with cybersecurity is you're never going to be that 100% uh, safe. But just because you're never going to be 100% safe doesn't mean you can't manage manage that risk. And that also means that there's no single point of failure as well. So if Say, for example, your password gets leaked, then you've got multi-factor authentication, which is your, your second layer of the, in, of the defense in depth. So there's no single point of failure. If one fails, it's not necessarily mean the hacker's going to be able to get in. Yeah. So I think, sorry, John, you mentioned zero trust there as well. So that's kind of like the same idea where uh, it's effectively a fancy name for staff in your organization only having the level of access that they need. Mm-hmm. So, for example... If you have a finance team within your organization, there's no real reason they should have access to maybe uh, the sales uh, department, um, kind of uh, their presentations, their data, things like that, uh, and vice versa. Uh, If you work in HR, you probably don't need access to the finance information. So it's making sure that people don't have all this sort of access because if you ever do get your account compromised, if a hacker manages to get access to your account they can then go as far as they can to try and steal information so mm-hmm. uh, just be aware of that it's very common actually we see particularly you know we're talking about cyber strategy as leaders in organizations chief executives um kind of board level they want to have sight on everything and whilst they can have sight on everything in a business sense it maybe doesn't make sense for them to have sight on everything from an it perspective mm-hmm. and so they don't need access to every single file in the organization because that means if a hacker gets access to their account, they've also got access to every single file, which can be pretty disastrous. Okay, interesting. Thanks for that, the Swiss cheese. It's a good analogy. I can see why Jeremy was laughing now. But it sounds like both of these come back to what you were saying earlier With when I asked about the responsibilities, that it, it's essentially just getting everyone in the organisation up to a certain level with their skills and knowledge of cyber so that the protection is across the board instead of having your IT department solely responsible for everything so kind of just is coming back to that point i guess yeah these days cyber is not just uh, the it uh, person's job it's not just the board's job it's everyone's job yeah um but we want the boards we want management leaders to lead 
Uh, and if they can lead by example with cyber, I'm sure everyone will follow. We, t- we talk a lot about uh, the lowest hanging fr- fruit yeah. uh, in terms of if you're just that little bit better than the next organization, most of the, op- most of the opportunist- opportunistic attackers are just going to move on. Yeah. Uh, so it's just about raising your entire organization's cyber resilience up just that little bit more. Okay. Fascinating. So there's there's quite a lot there to take in. There's a lot of different guides being mentioned. All sounds very relative. Well, sounds relatively straightforward to dig your teeth in initially. But if if I'm looking at these guides and I'm a little, still a little bit confused, is there is there any way I can contact you guys through SBRC or anything? Find out more anywhere? Absolutely. We're always here to help through SBRC. So just uh, get in touch with us um, at sbrcentre.co.uk. Look at us up on the Cyber Scotland partnership Mm -hmm. um, because we're a Cyber Scotland partner. So we'll be there uh, and you can uh, find us and reach out. We've got a lot of different projects on. Uh, Again, some of the Cyber Scotland podcasts, I'm sure I've covered these, but things like exercise in a box, great way to get you talking about cybersecurity within your organization and actually having a discussion that can get you some meaningful answers and as well questions that you want to go and find the answers to. Brilliant. Well, all there's left for me to say is thanks so much both of you for taking the time to speak today on a subject that, you know, had a lot of, I suppose, fog around it and wasn't quite clear, but I think you've kind of cut through it very well, explained everything with good analogies on Swiss cheese. Um, and it, yeah, I mean, you've, you've given good pathways for further learning and stuff like that as well. So thank you very much. And for anyone listening, uh, everything will be linked below um, so that you can find all the different guides that the two guys are on about and yeah just get in touch through cyber scotland or scottish business resilience center for more information on anything mentioned or if you just want to have a chat about cyber strategy or something else to do with cyber please reach out that's it thanks so much for listening and uh we'll we'll speak to you on the next episode